It's a dipshit files here on Scatcast. It's episode thirty-four, and this is our Thanksgiving episode. I'm Mr. Scriptkeeper, and I'm Mrs. Scriptkeeper. And today we're basically talking about the terrible things that are done to turkeys. <laughs> from what I understand, <laughs> yes, uh, from this script, it is basically uh, what a terrible thing we've done for whatever thankfulness we have, or for whatever things are going on mm-hmm. for this day and time. Mm. Turkeys are taking the brunt of it. Yes, they are. And we have yes. some strange rituals that we're going to talk to you about here on the Dipshit Files. <laughs> Somewhere in the U.S. every year, someone's Uncle Max falls asleep, sitting at the table with an unlit, gravy-soaked cigarette in his mouth. And even if your uncles all typically manage to maintain consciousness during the Thanksgiving feast, it's fair to assume most of us adhere to peculiar turkey day rituals of our own. I have my own psychotic ritual where, like, before I do anything to the turkey, I'm like, I'm going to shove in my fist up your fucking, and then I'm going to baste you, and then I do. And that's weird. I think I take it too far. It's always interesting to take a look at the rest of our great nation, where absurdity in the realm of Thanksgiving customs runs rampant. USA! USA! Let's desecrate the body of a turkey! Know that whatever strange turkey dance you perform with your Grandpa Mike while the turkey cooks is not the strangest ceremony out there. Here are some of the absolute weirdest Thanksgiving traditions that I could find maintained all across the U.S. All about fucking being sweeties to turkey. Okay, that was the weirdest thing. There's all kinds of weird shit that Mm -hmm. I dug up when I was doing my script. Most of it has to do with the absurd things that we do to this poor animal. Yeah, no other animal gets shit just shoved in its ass and displayed. Oh, just wait. (sighs) Just wait till you hear some of the shit that we do. And then some of the things that we do to food. I mean... Uh, there's. I even cover some interesting recipes that I'm oh, like, boy. oh boy. I mean, if we're even talking about yams, it's gone. <laughs> but I, I just want to say, I mean, if you think about it, uh, this is very cliche to say that aliens don't come here for X, <laughs> X reason and stuff. But the way that earthlings treat other earthlings, us being the human earthlings treating mm. the other, the turkey in particular has mm-hmm. a case to right. where it's like, bark, 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 to right. the, the aliens and they're like, Hol-, seriously? They're like, they the, do what? I mean, the cow's got a case because they'll kill the cow and they'll put its they milk on it. They shove what in then, where? Yeah. But, yeah. All right. The turkey's got, yeah, definitely got a case. It's got probably one of the best cases. All right. So we're going to start with um, pardoning the turkey. Right. Okay. So in 1947... The Truman administration established an utterly useless tradition known as the National Thanksgiving Turkey Presentation. Well, it really kind of rubs it in further. Right. It's like we're we're literally raising and breeding millions upon millions of turkeys to do terrible things to them. And a few of you are going to be let go. Right. I told you, Rufus, if you just hung in there, buddy. All my friends are dead. Yeah, but you were the chosen turkey, just like we planned. You killed my family. Yeah, but you're free to live out your life. You shoved bread and diced carrots up my wife's ass. Yeah, but you're, you're pardoned. I will have my vengeance in this life or the next. Oh, shit. Happy Thanksgiving, Rufus. Well, this tradition lives on. Each year at Thanksgiving, the leader of our world, our the U.S., is required to drag some helpless turkey into a public space and offer the poor creature a presidential pardon. It's basically a formal declaration to the turkey that says, 
I will not be eating you for dinner this year, my friend. George H.W. Bush made the whole turkey pardon uh, stick as a national tradition in 1988. He could have been pardoning a whole bunch of marijuana users. Uh, right, right. In federal prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's know. it's the turkey, and I don't know, it just seems so strange to me. Well, it's offensive to poultry everywhere. I mean, this whole thing seems weird. Yeah. This year, for Thanksgiving, we're having Chinese food. Yes. We're, we're totally bypassing the turkey. Right. Also, the chickens, at least we're not shoving things up the chicken's ass. No. So, yeah, but no. chickens also get, I mean, boy, yeah, I have a, our I, planet is just thirsting for the flesh of its fellow earth. I have, I have a chicken, chicken story that we could tell at the very end of this. Oh, boy, that doesn't yes. belong here, but let's do it. Inside shit. Oh, I forgot about that. Let's do it. <laughs> yep. Editor's note, they forget to do it. Just so you know. All right. So the next thing, frozen turkey bowling. Mm. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. Uh, no. I had never heard of it either. It would be a shitty way to bowl. I mean, how, well, you, how accurate is a chicken? Or I mean, so, a turkey. Well, frozen turkey bowling, carcass. I guess, is exactly what it sounds like. <sighs> and it's hilarious to watch. I found it on YouTube, and I was giggling my way through it. It's, so, in place of balls and pins, people roll frozen turkeys towards rows of bottled soft drinks. Headless carcasses. Yes, is a frozen animals i love uh, humans are great aren't we we, yeah. we play with our food like cats or something. i know we're weird we are weird so invented in 1988 the pseudo sport i guess is best played down the aisle of the frozen section at a local grocery store nice that's a nice clean it it can of patina. course take place elsewhere as supermarket employees do not tend to enjoy this mm. but i guess that's where frozen turkey bowling happens right scat sacks probably would never do such a thing <laughs> and we, we certainly don't want to see any videos of anybody really, trying that really fucking weird okay the next one the turkey funny, the turkey toss turkey toss here we go again turkey we're like at least one for one well okay two so two this this is a it seems like it's a real actual thing there was a this is all over the place so if you thought you're supposed to flip turkeys like pizza dough You'd been led astray. <laughs> By all the same, every year there are people who congregate to test how far and high they can sling frozen turkeys. Okay. Again, these poor carcasses. And also, I mean, you know, we should all look at that and be like, okay, well, we well, did it. We did it. We're a ri very rich country. We are taking food and we're fucking wasting it thoroughly. Right. Well, that's just it. If you think this Good sounds job. like a waste of turkey, you're totally correct. Sometimes when these things hit, it's, well, they, 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 exactly. Yeah. These sorts of contests are particularly popular in Indianapolis, Indiana, mm. where I guess the Way to go, guys. The, I guess the locals like to light their poultry on fire before competing. Three years ago, you marinated the turkey in gasoline. Yep. Two years ago, it was the turducken. Yep. Last year, you just punched all of us in the face with your fist in the turkey. Yeah, that didn't go over very good. Mm -hmm. So, Hank, you can imagine my hesitancy in asking what you got for us this year. Man, we're going to toss turkeys. We're going to toss them. On fire. I'll get the hose. I mean, I bet it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but it High is risk, super low reward. Yeah. What flaming, this is going on today, or is this stuff turkeys. just from like reported? It, it's happened in the past. No, it looks like it's going on this today. Is These are, I don't want to judge people based no. on their traditions and shit, but you know those animals died just for being thrown in there. And I know it's I'm, a kick in the dick of like conservationists. Here's what I imagine PETA headquarters sounds like when they hear that shit. That's a turkey tossing. Oh wow! Did you hear that, Malachi? <laughs> they do turkey tossing. Malachi, are you okay? Malachi, no. Tur turkey tossing. Malachi. Oh, well, I have a feeling this year, folk. very few people are going to be lighting these turkeys on fire. I mean, the last time I looked, it was the like... the fun of it, though. But no, seriously, I think turkeys were like 
The last time oh, I looked, expensive they were as fuck. fucking expensive. It's about time the turkeys got some protection. <laughs> you know, if, if inflation did anything, it's protecting turkeys protecting from us the and our fucking reindeer games. Okay, so the next one is called the Thanksgiving Day Smash. Okay. So this, this is, is this about fucking turkeys? It again? is. Oh, They're my, is all it? about turkeys. Dude. So the team over, well, kind of, kind of. Okay. So this doesn't talk about smashing turkeys. How many, how many turkeys are actually eaten and how many are, are just done in some weird sport that bored ass people invented? I that I do not know. How dare us? <laughs> so the team over at the Santa Barbara Zoo likes to get the animals in on the whole Thanksgiving thing with a tradition they call the Thanksgiving Day Smash. Where they basically take a turkey and they feed it to all the other animals. No. So the other animals can mock turkeys too. Where they actually invite locals to hit up the zoo on Thanksgiving Day and they watch the animals interact mm. with pumpkins. Okay. And they call it smash because sometimes they will toss the pumpkins in and they explode. And then the animals eat and play with the pumpkins. Okay. I'm not sure why this is fun, but apparently it is. Oh, it certainly sounds like it could be. It It's probably a lot more fun than uh, launching flaming turkeys through the air. Oh, you don't. What? I, no. I don't I know. Mean, flaming anything in the air. <laughs> launching them? If you're launching stuff, it's like, well, that's fucking what we do. We like to launch things. Okay, so this one, this next one, uh, really doesn't have a lot to do with turkeys except for um, the appearance. So it's called the turkey trot. Okay. I know you've heard of the turkey trot. Oh, they're dressing them up in weird outfits and they've got guns to their heads and they're like, trot, motherfucker! Right, well, it comes as no surprise that a lot of families are eager to do some jogging after inhaling the biggest meal of the year. I've never wanted felt like jogging. Me after, neither. I like to fall asleep. But, yeah. you know, I, I, when the kids were younger, I liked going for walks because it kind of made me feel a little bit better. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. If you were still awake. but <laughs> You was, were because you were busy always, cleaning up everything. Well, you'll yeah. find a three mile turkey trot all across the country. I mean, they're kind of held everywhere. But beyond the actual event, it's become something of a major tradition for participants to dress in turkey costumes okay. while they run. See, we're mocking the turkey as well. It, exactly. It's certainly worth noting that there are hundreds of thousands of American people f- with full turkey suits Willing lying around. Yeah. They're li- just lying around for that's, the turkey trial yeah. Thanksgiving. That's so awesome. It's like we have a storage space mainly for the turkey yep. costume. This is my turkey trot costume. Yep. I love people. My we're, turkey trot uniform. We're the best thing and the worst thing about the world. So the next thing is uh, pie eating contests. So I'm not sure why. That sounds good as long as it's not like we slaughtered. It only can have a pie as long as we've slaughtered a turkey and it's turkey pie. Right. Okay. So this is this is one of those things that you and I just don't see eye to eye on. Yeah. Fuck pie. I wasn't talking about pie. I was talking about eating contests. You love watching eating contests. I don't know if I love it. I'm not like jerking up to it, but uh, I never said that they made you. I went far with that. I don't know. You really did. You kind of. I threw down. I'm just saying. Happy Thanksgiving, wife. All all I know is for many, 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 many months, if I walked out into the living room and you were watching something, it was what's his face? What's Uh, his name? Oh, the greatest athlete in the universe. uh, Randy Santel. Randy Santel eating some burger. Angus's favorite athlete. And Angus actually picked up on that too. He's a food athlete. I'm not mocking him either. A food athlete. I think think Randy Santel's a badass. And I think he's doing an experiment (laughs) with his body that uh, is unprecedented. And we should support his health. We've had this conversation. Goddamn. Yeah. I I don't know what it is about that. I actually like like watching... uh, uh, just the food, the, the 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 concoctions of food that people will make, mm-hmm. and then the quantities. It's like right. that's unbelievable. It's I, like if you leave this country for a day, if you go visit any other country, it's like 
we don't understand what's wrong. What you guys are doing in America? Mm-hmm. Like here's, here's a large, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Here's a large cola, and nobody's complained, and it's like a small to Americans. And we're like, if we got a large cola and it was a, the normal size of a mm-hmm. European cola, or a, even in fucking Canada, mm-hmm. just a few miles north, they're like, that is a lot of cola you guys consume, <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, I guess so. There's just something about it, watching it. Mm-hmm. It's almost... And, and to people that are like, I trained myself right. to gorge Ugh. on this is such an... Uh, it's it's like living in Rome. You know, you got the front seat to the Roman stuff. And I'm not... I don't want to mock Randy Centel because he's a nice dude and he's like a, oh, yeah. a legend in that community. And I'm not mocking him. Fucking A. I, I, if I had money at the time, I would have given him some. Well, I know you're not mocking him. But it does, I'm not it, mocking him It does kind of sound either. like it because it's weird. All I'm saying but, is I can't get past mouth noises. <laughs> That's my whole... I, he puts the music sound, out, yeah. The sound of somebody eating. I can't even listen to myself eat. Misophonia. I have to actually have noise on in the background when I'm eating because I can't handle the sound of myself eating. Right. Well, by the way, Let for those of, you, else. <laughs> those of you who know who Randy Santel is, mm-hmm. uh, he doesn't do mouth noises, but we could talk about that some other time. No, I have uh, heard him talking at the end where he's making mouth noises. Oh, well, okay, fine. We can't all have nice microphones and, and uh, a technique with the microphone. I don't know. Uh, but he's eating food. He was full. He's got shit dripping. For, all right. I know. But I just want to say, uh, fans of Raina Santel. I'm Santel, not blaming him. I'm, I'm a bigger fan my... of Raina because she's a dominant factor. Mm. And she's a little person. And, and she's amongst these monster dudes. And she just mouths that shit to where they're like, she cheats. We don't even know how she wins. She cheats. Some of this, the restaurants are like, nope. And that blows my mind. That's interesting. But again, it's like the Romans were there. Mm. Feed me some grapes. More grapes. <laughs> okay, so back to what What the fuck we're, am I talking about? I don't really know, but I know that we're going back to Under what I wrote. Under the turkey deaths. <laughs> Sorry. Well, even though we've... I, I got your I perspective went, on I it. I went off on a tangent. Um, but I'm not really sure why mass eating contests exist at all. But right. okay. apparently people love to shove things like hot dogs and pie slices down their throats mm-hmm. at alarming rates mm-hmm. to earn some form of clout that doesn't really sound like clout to me. It sounds like It actually sounds like stomach ache. Yeah. But either way, oh, man. around Imagine things... Imagine the heartburn and shit know, these guys and gals get. Well, I know when I overeat, I feel like I'm... You know, there's a giant brick in my gut, and mm. I just am just like, Ugh. Wow. So, either way, around Thanksgiving, local communities all over the country gather for pumpkin pie eating contests where participants gobble pies without the use of their hands. Have you ever been to one? No. I haven't either. I'm, I'm curious if those actually exist or if they're just some figment of the uh, liberal seen... propaganda machine. <laughs> Uh, there's videos all over YouTube. Okay, I don't there know. There really are. Fake news, wife. I don't know. It, it it seems to me it's a great way to contract a taste aversion to pumpkin pie until next year's eating contest right? and Thanksgiving. I would rather I chew off my elbow fat than eat a pumpkin pie <laughs> any time during this time. I would. Anytime. What? I would I don't want pumpkin pie ever, but it's like hey, the football the football's happened. You saw the, the, I love, the Detroit's and you the don't like pumpkin Dallas's pie? Uh, I do, but not at any other time except for the the one day we were supposed to the two days that we're supposed to eat it. It's like fine. Do really? you have Miracle Whip or Cool Whip? If there's Cool Whip, I'm down with that. Miracle ship. Whip. I know that Ugh. that threw it off a bit. But the cool sounds like whip. another thing that we're going to cover down here. Gross, okay. gross, gross. If it has to do with shoving it up a turkey's orifice in some way, I'm against it. Well, speaking of, but I just like Cool Whip with a touch of pumpkin. Pie. The next thing we're going to talk about is stuffing the turkey. I'm serious, man. That's what I heard. Oh, shut up. 
turkey, Bill. That's just some dumb myth. No, yeah. no they're fattening us up to eat us. Dumb. No, dude, and it's worse. They're going to shove vegetables up our ass. You hear yourself? Yeah, what's wrong with you? I don't appreciate the misinformation. Why? Just Let's just talk about this for a minute. <laughs> Glorious. Why do we stuff that giant bird we're told is standard Thanksgiving fare? Why do we do that? Where did that tradition come from? Let we're me, like, you know what? Fuck this bird. I'm shoving this other food up its fucking little cloaca's ass. Well, evidently, the art of stuffing or dressing, if you prefer, can roughly be traced back to the Romans, though it's not really known how or why the method was adopted for Turkey Day. Because they're like, mm, more food. Well, can you give me? They're like, well, sir, we can't do any more unless we start shoving other food into food. He's like, find me the animal that can fit the most things in its butt. Just any old animal? Oh, the tasty animal. Yes, my lord. Okay, so, Sorry. okay, my question is, did the pilgrims have stuffing? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think they were like, man, we I suck at farming. We should figure this shit out better. Well, we, we need to each have right. our own plot of land. There are a few things that we have learned about it, though. So stuffing your holiday protein could increase your chances of getting salmonella poisoning mm. as bread is porous. And when not cooked properly, meat juices filled with bacteria could be absorbed by the bread mm. and become very much alive when consumed. Yeah. Just, so you're just Frank, throwing that out Frank there. It's Make sure food. it's cooked thoroughly. Mm. Granted, the USDA recommends cooking it outside of the turkey. I know so how to avoid that. I know how to avoid all of this stuff with stuffing. Uh, when somebody says, "Would you like some stuffing?" You're like, "No, absolutely not." <laughs> I trust it like I trust zero things. Like uh, I trust a toilet paper roll at the fucking gas station bathroom. Yeah. That's what I trust over your food. <laughs> Sorry. Even when it's wet, you know, the wet toilet paper or the thing? I'm like, I trust that more than I trust stuffing. Oh, gross. Especially after what you just taught us. (laughs) Okay, so we're moving on to... My mom was a terrible cook. Yeah, I know. How come I'm sick all the time, Doc? You know, I rarely say this, but it's because your mom's a terrible cook. What? If she was a restaurant, the health department would put her in a guillotine. Is this about my mom's famous chicken sushi pizza? Yes, it's about the raw chicken pizza. Oh, God. Well, okay, so we're moving on to the next uh, tradition. So, Black Friday. Punch a guy in the face over a TV day. So it only makes sense that we unofficially dedicate a day to shopping as well, right? Mm. Uh, so why not make it the day after Thanksgiving and call it Black Friday? The day after we abuse the fuck exactly. out of turkeys. And then see how far we can mentally and physically push thousands and thousands of retail workers. Right. That's <laughs> three minutes to five. Now you should have seen him five years ago. My cousin was ripped apart and eaten alive at a Target. I don't want this job. Yeah, you get used to it. Remember to smile. Welcome to Star Mart. Say it after me. Associates ready. And remember, everyone that survives today, we're getting a pizza party. So I found a handful of the craziest Black Friday stories for you, and but we'll cover that in just a moment. Okay. So there's some there's some crazy shit. In there. I've been I've been wondering like. You know, yeah. I'd love to see a compilation of like, this is the craziest shit that we've ever seen as oh, retail man. workers. But I went on, I, I traveled down a rabbit hole on YouTube looking at these videos. Mm. And there's some really terrible, I couldn't even joke about some of this shit. Shit. It was, It's like know, live leak from the early aughts. We're like, whoa. Or 2010 or 12. Right. Some of this stuff is, is, I mean, it's silly and funny and really fucking stupid. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing, Thanksgiving Day Parade. Mm. The Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is a staple in this country. And they used to just have thousands of turkeys out there and they'd kill them all at the end because fuck turkeys. But I, Why? I don't know why. Why is the parade so popular? I mean, I don't. I, I don't want to sound like a, a like I'm down on all this stuff because I'm not. Well, right. Well, okay. Well, how about this? We grew up with uh, you and I grew up with four channels. 
And then mm-hmm. five or six, we got some HBOs and mm-hmm. C and N's and all that shit. And we got cable. Mm-hmm. In our lifetime, we watched all that shit happen. Our parents were like, we have two, three channels. Uh, it's boring. I don't want to watch all this shit. So they went right? outside. And they did stuff outside. Okay. And they got creative and they were like, fucking, we should put things like that are on the TV, but out on the street in the 3D. And then that was their 3D TV. And I win. Hmm. That's the answer. <laughs> the first well, 3D TV were floating things out in the street of I like Daffy that, Duck and that, shit. That makes sense. That makes sense. <laughs> um, parades were never my thing. I know. I mean, they're they just, just cold. They and just never really were. Remember how awkward and weird it was when they would cover it on TV? It was like this. Welcome to the Macy's Day Parade. I'm Vern Vernington and I punched my wife. Oh, geez. He's had a lot to drink. I'm Sally Sallington and I've also had a lot to drink. Let's check out the peanuts float. Did you say penis? Here's my penis. Oh, look. There's Snoopy floating in there. Uh, and it looks like he's humping Charlie Brown's face. Okay, I hate this gig. My penis. I can't help but think that the biggest parade in the world, which is uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade uh, in New York City, it's been televised since 1953. Mm-hmm. But I can't help but think that it's morphed over the last few decades into the flashiest piece of advertising on the planet. Oh, yeah. It's like the Super Bowl, but for uh, you know, down dog. and Maybe... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it always was. I don't know. The first Macy's Day Parade took place in 1924 to celebrate a literal expansion. The new flagship store spanned an entire New York City block, making it, at that time, allegedly the world's largest store. Wait, wait, wait. It's called the Macy's Day Parade. Right. Well, yeah, the Macy's Day Parade. They fucking... I never once thought of that until yeah. just right now. It's like, this is, hey, it's the Walmart Day Parade. Right, right. It's that would the be Macy's what we'd be Day doing. Parade. Yeah. We should start the Wal- Walmart Day Parade. So they made, I thought that was interesting. Imagine what the Walmart Day Parade would look like I on know. the street. Oh my God. That would be so great. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so great. Well, oh God. Okay, so the Macy's Sorry. Day Parade, uh, I thought that was interesting. It actually started to celebrate the opening of oh, the I'm store. I'm tickled. I'm tickled. Walmart Day Parade. Let's make this shit happen. <laughs> It would be fucking great. We celebrate the fucking. Uh, okay, so the intention world. of this this uh, celebration was not to encourage Thanksgiving Day sales, but rather to get people jazzed about Christmas gifts. Nice. It's so, all about that dollar, right. baby. We want so that much, dollar. Much like Black Friday, we're looking at a showcase for curated sales. Right. You know. So this is supposed to be a day of giving thanks, but you know, here we go. But it's all, yeah, um, they're giving uh, entertainment. Okay. So I got two more things. Thank you I, for the entertainment. I got all right. two more traditions. Okay. The wishbone. Okay. Have you ever That's pulled- That's to a turkey's fucking yeah, body again. Pulling, pulling its, well, what <laughs> our sternum would be. Oh God, it is the sternum, huh? <laughs> You're just breaking it apart. So the ritual of breaking the wishbone, which is located between the turkey's neck and breast mm-hmm. for luck- actually comes from an ancient civilization located in what is now Italy called the Etruscans. And it was passed on through the ages and eventually making its way to the English colonists who brought it to their new country, um, the America. Right. All their colonies. And it was for luck. Hmm. It was for luck. Hey, what are you doing to that carcass? Hey, I'm breaking this neck for good luck. I never heard of that before. Oh, you should try it. Break an animal's neck. I'm going to go break an animal's neck. It's for good luck. Well, that's what it still is, I guess. Yep, it's still for luck. Uh, I remember my mom Making doing a wish. It was like making a wish. Make yeah. a wish. And Those... then you're supposed to hold on to it. 
Yeah, I'm not doing that. Yeah. You just get ants. That's how you get ants. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want ants? That's, that's how you get, get ants. ants or sure. cockroaches. Or depending on where you live. Vermin. Vermin will come. <laughs> All right. So the last tradition. Can you guess what it is? I turkey uh, beheading and then you chew on the turkey's head and oh, you spit the turkey's head as far as you can Lord. and then the farthest distance gets to you know, it wouldn't have surprise sex me. with a turkey. It wouldn't yeah, I don't it's, know. It's about turkey it depravity at it this point. It wouldn't surprise me. No, right. it's watching football. Oh. Well, it's kind of close. It's certainly not that far off. It's closer than the stuffing and shit. I mean, it's close. Okay, so I, I, watching Sport. watching football is a thing. I get it. Pig skin, turkey I mean, skin, fucking A. Sports are entwined in America's DNA, and most mainstream matches involve getting people together to cheer on teams. So a living room full of family members will work. Yeah. But what? Okay, so my question is, what about those who need help preparing in the kitchen um, or setting the table? They are left to their own devices. <laughs> I, think. Yeah. I remember Thanksgiving was at our house most of the time as the kids were growing up, and I was oh. stuck in the kitchen. Non-football fans were, were destined to serve football fans. Is yes, that what's happening? That is what happened. Huh? I was a football fan. I was a football oh. fan. I was I was like trotting between the kitchen and the living room. Every time somebody would start yelling, I would drop what I was doing, sprint to the living room to see the play. And then I'd have to leave and go continue cooking. So. That sucks because neither neither of you like to cook, but I guess you're a good, you're a good cook though. And be, honestly, between the four of you guys, I don't. I mean, you're the only one that could be trusted with fire, and so that's why. Like, if there's a cook in the family, it's mm-hmm. like, well, can you feed the all the dumbasses oh, come over here? It's see, like, well, you're the cook. So, if, male or female, whoever's a good cook should be the cook on Thanksgiving. That's just, that's why they came to our house, right? Because I cooked well. Yeah, you do. And good everyone, turkey. everyone loved the food. So you screwed yourself by being talented at something <laughs> that you didn't even like. And you're like, I like football I more than this shit. And I didn't even like turkey. Right. That sucks. So, That's, you know. But anyway, Think about all the professional chefs that have a, a menu card that they're making or some shit. And they're like, I hate all this food so much, but I'm so good at making it. So good. They come to you and they're like, this halibut was great. They're like, I have no idea how you eat that shit. I actually made salmon one year. Of course, I had to do turkey. For Thanksgiving? Uh-huh. And, so, and, oh, salmon and? I, I made a turkey like normal. Uh-huh. And then I grilled salmon. How popular was that? Uh, well, actually, I didn't get hardly any of it. It was very popular. It was gone, yeah. But everyone was like, why are we doing salmon? Oh, those f- why humans? Humans just know. goddamn do. They're like, we must torture only turkeys this okay. day. So That's why there's a tea in it. And, and, it's a Thursday tea. And Thanksgiving tea. Turkey's death. Ev- murder. Evidently also torture the cook that's in the kitchen who likes yeah. to watch football. That's not very nice. Okay, so since we're actually on the topic of kitchen and cooking and all of that, mm-hmm. I did some digging. Mm-hmm. And I came up with some really weird <laughs> weird recipes and side dishes some of them i've seen and heard of okay ah, some of them i have not so weird i've got my hackles up is that what they're called hackles weird hackles up. weird weird side dishes not all families but a decent chunk of americans i already I'm, have indigestion thinking about what's coming they encounter off the wall chaotic side dishes each year uh, courtesy of your second cousin who knows deep down they really can't cook, <laughs> but they just wanted to be nice and show up with something homemade oh, on Thanksgiving. So they bring God. these weird fucking dishes. As such, we get dishes like the ones that we're going to talk about now. Mm. Uh, we're talking about seafoam salad. Nope. Don't like it. Um, yeah, well, okay. We're just going to move on to these experimental weirdness. All right. 
So there's a misconception about Thanksgiving food in the U.S. That it's good. It's terrible. Uh, well, for some, it's terrible. roast turkey and trimmings. But it's for terrible. others, uh, it seems like anything goes. Mm. And I'm finding that... I'm thankful for that. I kind of wonder where these recipes come up with. Um, as a result, there's crazy some seriously weird recipes out there. I mean, who wants a plain old turkey when you can co- cover one with vodka? <laughs> or roast it with anchovies? What? No. Right. Right. I mean, the vodka over the anchovies... Who's but, who's missing roasted potatoes when you got sides like frog's eye salad? No. Okay. Frog's uh-huh. eyes? Hi, Mom. What's for dinner? Frog's eyes. Okay. So here's 10. I can't, There's. I think there's... I got 10 here. 10 okay. bizarre dishes. Don't that hold are, her to it, though. They're actually considered tradition all over the U.S. Okay. Okay. It's a busy-ass place here in the Scottcast studio, so don't hold her to t- 10. Sweet potato and marshmallow balls bake get fucked that's yams okay that's basically yams or squash right those well, are the family of yams and squash those don't belong in, in any kind of mouth okay so they're not li- even the pigs like that. there shit. are literally hundreds of sides that can make it into onto the thanksgiving table one of the more prevalent is a sweet potato and marshmallow bake okay my mom did shit like that no yeah, so I know Sweet it's, it's gross. I think we all know fuck. what it is. It's it's sugar plus sugar baked into caramelized sugar. It's guaranteed nightmares when you go to bed after eating it. It's well, guaranteed you're going to have the booger man up if, your ass if, So in I've your sleep. choked down my share of this side dish over the years mm. at family gatherings. I'm sorry. Me too. Um, only, only a couple times. But I've, I've, I've never... i fitted out. I've <laughs> never had it mashed. They always had chunks. Yeah. Okay, so this is mashed. Sweet potato paste covered in syrup and marshmallows. Are you trying to make me throw up on air? Is that the... I'm sure... Where's my, th- where's my sound effect? All I'm saying... <laughs> all I'm saying yeah. is I'm sure there are plenty of people out there that love this dish. I'm just not one of them. Yeah, and I'm not judging you except really, for your taste buds that are terrible. Well, so now I, I, you're suspect with your political values as okay. well. <laughs> it's just... I mean, it's just the way I am. I'm just like that. I'm sorry. All right, so Suspect. Ne- I didn't say wrong. I'm just saying suspect. The next one... Frog eye salad. Okay. If you like this one, I mean, what does that mean about you right. and how you'll vote? So could you imagine being at the table and be like, could you pass a frog eye salad? <laughs> no. Can I have the frog eyes, please? It sounds like something that would be for Halloween. Right. It's like the, the eye of newt. Okay, so. It's a witchy thing. It's not very, it appet- doesn't sound appetizing to me. No. Um, but you know what's less appetizing? Well, Finding out what's in it. Okay, so. It's not just the eyes, huh? It's a combination of pasta Oh, that ruins pasta. Fruit. Okay. Coconut. Oh, my God. Marshmallows. I hate whoever they made this. <laughs> they vote for tyrants every time. And cream. Okay, it's a dish Ruin that... Ruin all the things. It couldn't... The dish couldn't quite decide whether it wanted to be sweet or savory. And it's no eyes of frogs. So I'm thinking... Is that what you're saying? No eyes of frogs. No, it's the it's the pasta that they use. So they name it that just to be cunts. I don't know. I and think then they put disgusting things in it knowing... Personally, I think you should just serve a cheese board. Coconut and put, fucking... F- and, and pasta. Right. And coconut, fruit, marshmallows, cream, and pasta. Gross. Okay. Somebody thinks that sounds good. And I, I that's probably not as bad. Okay, so I'd my... I'd rather have frog eyes, though. My grandmother makes this next one. Grandma, mm-hmm. along with the candied yams and weird shit Ooh. that we talked about, the sweet potato bake. Ooh. Okay, ambrosia salad. 
Ambrosia. Yeah. That sounds nice. Okay, it does, doesn't it? It's the food it? of the gods. So to make an ambrosia salad, you simply have to combine different canned fruit and mini marshmallows, okay? Okay. Sounds, sounds good, of, right? It's the food of the gods. Right. But it turns into an abomination so fucking quickly. <laughs> I swear. Okay, so you have to stir in either mayonnaise or sour cream into the fruit and marshmallow mixture. My right. grandma used <laughs> Miracle Whip. Oh, that's, sometimes that's why whip, you don't like Miracle Whip, I guess. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes whipped cream and jelly can also be mixed with mayonnaise mm-hmm. and put in there. The mayonnaise does throw it off. Oh, I'm sure that it's, it's counterintuitive. I'm sure it's off-put by some sugary things. And it's like, no, you have to do that for the, the consistency. Oof. But fuck all that shit. Okay. My mom made that, too. She made all the terrible things. Yeah. Okay. D- it's uh, like tell me if she made by, this next one. All right. I want to know okay. if she made this next one. But I think the Depression era, people taught my mom how to cook. And she's like, we, we eat dirt here. <laughs> this, is, this is fancied up dirt. It's the shit you get in the store, These dirt. These are leaves. Okay. So, jello salad. Okay. All right, so yeah. to me, oh, man, so many to versions. me, Jello salad is like you know Jello smashed into a bowl with some grapes and pineapple. Is what I thought, because that's the Jello salad that I've had. Okay, basically, when it comes to Jello salad, I guess anything goes. Fuck, dude. And I mean, fucking everything. Mm. So as well as fruit and the sweet things, which is what I've had. They'll throw raisins and carrots in that shit too. You might also find mixed with ingredients like beef. <laughs> Hard-boiled eggs, ham, Ooh. veggies, and fish. Right? Okay, so oh. sometimes the jello is meat and fish flavored as well. That's it's called killer shit. It's called asp aspic. Aspic. Je- oh, so they make jello. That they, sounds. That's a terrible word. They take gelatin. That's um, a terrible food. Like and sure gel. Never be popular. Any of those things. It's the it's what it's the jello that you know the clear jello, but there's no flavor to it. Yeah. And they cook it with like meat. The most disgusting oh. like consistency things. Okay, so aspic. Uh, they decide to mix with jello, which is also like oh, if it didn't taste like cherry, you wouldn't put that no, in your mouth. No, it tastes like, oh, that's like good cherry. beef bouillon. Mm. So aspic, it's a flavored clear jelly prepared from liquid stock. Made by simmering the bones of beef, veal, chicken, or fish. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm telling my brain to purge this part of the that's remembering all this stuff. Like, get that out. I don't the want any aspic, of that in there. Get it out. The aspic congeals. Ruined. When refrigerated by virtue of the natural gelatin that dissolves into the stock from the tendons. Um, so meat popsicles. You can. You can also do exactly. You could do powder gelatin. Too, which is what I was talking of the sure gel, mm. uh, but yeah, it, it needs to be set super stiff. Now, if you look at these pictures, it's clear brownish or yellow or green gelatin mold. It looks like they poured this into a mold uh, and then put it in the fridge uh-oh. and refrigerated it, and it hardened. <laughs> and when they dumped it out, it stacked. The grossest one had carrots and then a layer of peas and then like, I know, and then like fish. It was awful. It was absolutely awful. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Jello salad. No likey. Next one. Okay. Strawberry pretzel salad. 
That's okay. Evidently, this one is also very popular. It's weird I've never as fuck. Had it. I've only I'll only tolerated it during this time of year because it's for that weird aunt that's like, "Look what I made! I'm not a good cook, but I got it on the internet and I found it." Right. You're like, so oh, okay. in the grand scheme, there's of four things. hairs in here, and I haven't even dug <laughs> into it yet. This is a cat hair for sure, Aunt Linda. Oh, in the grand scheme of things, a strawberry and pretzel salad is probably not as weird as it it's, sounds. I mean, compared to what we've discussed, it's fucking so. It's evidently it has a base layer of crushed pretzel. Mm-hmm. Okay, whipped cream. My mom made this crap too. And cream cheese filling. Yeah, that's the good shit. And a topping of strawberry jelly, and I guess it's layered like tiramisu. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. If, I mean, so if you, you do it right, it. my mom's like, here's some slop with some pretzels <laughs> in it. Bunch of fruit I found at the stall. Oh, God. That's where you get the fruit. Okay, there. next. Yeah. All right. <laughs> this one, you're, you're going to fucking love this one. Okay. I'm, I'm I one thought for it was a, five I thought it was a joke. Okay. I thought it was a joke. No. Um, no, it's on Meat recipe. popsicles wasn't it's a on, joke? Either. No, okay. no. None of these are jokes. <laughs> well, this is actually in recipes.com. This is, it's called ham and banana casserole. No, it shouldn't be. Ham I've seen some ham and, and banana. banana casserole. This is some okay. Elvis shit. I don't know why. I, FYI, the casserole is nothing like the Hawaiian pizza that people eat. First of all, okay. ham. Okay. Instead, the recipe, which has exist, it's existed since the 1970s. It involves this is Elvis a creamy concoction of banana, ham. <clears throat> Cream and cheese that's oh, layered and, cheese? and then bake together. So they're just like fuck brunch. We're doing breakfast and dinner together. Binner. Give me the meats and cheeses of dinner and some fucking orange juice on top. Evidently, put some syrup on it. It's it's Call supposed it from what I read. It's supposed to be great cold for breakfast following <laughs> cold Thanksgiving. Ham and right. oh, <laughs> okay. Anything with next one. Anything with corn. Corn. If it's corn, it it works. Oh God, yeah. So. For another yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. another inescapable Thanksgiving element is dishes made with corn. Well, now everything's made of corn. And all in, your cheese sauces in, and your every every sugary thing. And U.S. households really love to get creative with this one. Yeah, from what I've I've seen, right. I, there's so many recipes. Corn muffins and breads are the staples, but you might also stumble upon scalloped corn. <laughs> so my aunt actually made what she called creamed corn. Okay. Yeah, I've had cream An corn. An ant on my dad's side. Is that, is that something that your family doesn't know about? Cream corn is very popular. But this is some weird cream corn, isn't it? No, I didn't know what cream... I never had cream corn. Oh. And uh, it was awful. <laughs> so, it, essentially, I watched her make it. And a, it was... There's few vegetables that are good creamed. Oh, God. You so, know? essentially, what she did was she took three cans of corn. Corn might be the best dumped, of them. She dumped the water out and she put them in a blender. Ugh. So there was three cans of corn in the blender. Mm-hmm. She then dumped a cup of white sugar on top of it okay. and pureed it. Uh, <laughs> she then poured it into a bowl and it, I guess it was meant to be served as a side. I Wait, don't remember she's done? Read. She was done. That's oh, it. Wow. Yeah. I'm a cook then too. I'm a sh- fucking oh God. Michelin star chef. So it was supposed to be like served as a side, I think, or basically it's, it's used as a topping for mashed potatoes or your stuffing. <gasps> Seriously. Why? You're stuffing. Here, Ugh. turkey, take this. So there's also a creamy casserole of sweet corn. With crunchy cracker topping, mm-hmm. the saltines that That's, you crush and put on top and bake it. Ugh. That would be one of those things again where you're like, once a year, I'll tolerate this shit, Aunt Linda. You, <laughs> you. Uh, oh. This was actually uh, Connie. And Connie, you. And Connie. On, and Connie made this one. Okay, so. And Connie. Yeah, the next is roasted turkey with 
anchovies. Oh, fucking. I know, I know. So Anything with anchovies. Notoriously seems a dry and bland. Uh, this is a meat that's made for brining. Turkeys, really. Mm. I mean, if you if you can brine that, which pickle is that shit, pickled pre, turkey, pre pre soaking in spice salted water. Mm. Um, I you don't, should drown turkeys in it. That's, I don't that's brine another nice my thing tur- we should do with turkeys. I don't brine my turkeys, but right. I I do other things. But other oh, terrible it, things to the turkey. It gives it flavor. Mm. Um, but Mississippi based chef Regina Charbonneau is re- recommending an alternative. Oh boy! Now I was looking for weird ways to cook. T- Cook turkey, Vaseline. and I've found two of these really weird ones. She says, "Cover Robitussin. the bird with anchovy fil- fillets oh, before yeah. baking it." Ooh. So the fish apparently melts and bastes the bird, providing you with a moist turkey. Okay. 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 Uh, yikes! And no. 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 Um, no. The next one that's really interesting. Anchovies are not good. That's why I'm like, uh, I don't like the flavor of those. Why would just, I want my turkey to taste like an anchovy? They're super, super salty. They're really salty. A hundred proof turkey. This is the other one. Okay. There's an alternative if you prefer something a little less fishy. There's the hundred proof turkey calls for a blend of spices mixed with a hundred proof vodka that you inject straight into the bird. I'm open minded about this one. (laughs) Open minded. I couldn't imagine cooking this. Okay. So I always cooked my turkeys. Rarely were they in the oven. Most of the time they were outside. Barbecue. On the grill. Right. Because I'd make them outside. Um, but I couldn't imagine doing the Hunter Proof turkey and trying cooking it over open flame. Hmm. <laughs> I couldn't. I could not imagine. It would just explode. Imagine what proof. I mean, what if you're like, oh, we got to ever clear. It's like, all right. And then it's just boom. I know, right? Boom. Could you? The turkey goes flying through the window. Remind me of Fourth of that July. That reminds me of a, a movie. What movie is that where the turkey flies through, breaks the window? Is it National Lampoon's? Uh, oh, I don't remember. Where now. the dog gets the turkey? I'm sure. I think it no, is. Oh, actually, they, the dogs get the turkey in a Christmas story. Uh, where rubber blabbling. Yeah, they come in and right, they ramsack right. the thing. And, you're right. But you're probably okay. right. I, and, I remember them eating crunchy ass turkey where it like exploded or something. Yeah, that's what I mean. On the dinner table, yes. it's like <laughs> <laughs> it was so dry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was pretty. Oh, maybe they should have covered it with anchovies. That might be possibly why that that image of that might be partly why I'm like no turkey this no year. No turkey. No turkey. Okay, the last thing that I found that was really weird is cranberry and horseradish sauce. <laughs> I feel like I may have seen that in my life at I've, some point. I've never seen it. I think I so have. So cranberry sauce is typically served with turkey, while horseradish sauce is dolloped on roast beef, right? right yeah. Okay. Apparently, these two ingredients are blended together with sugar and oranges. Magic. I have no idea. That sounds To put on pork. On pork? On pork. To dress up some pig, huh? Cranberries with sugar... Uh, horseradish and oranges to put on pork. I would eat my own body weight in that compared to the yam sweet potato shit. Oh god, and I, I the don't meat like popsicles. I don't like cranberries. I don't like cranberries unless they're cranberry whole cranberries gross, yeah. that I boil and I drink in a tea form or I put them in, um, you know, a spice cider. Ugh. That's the only time I really like them. All of those are awful, except for maybe the pretzel thing a little bit. And, uh, yeah, the ambrosia salad isn't too bad as long as it's no, whipped cream. If they do it with whipped cream, I can handle it. That makes sense. It's a sugary thing. Whip. Yeah, well, Yikes. It's hard to make that taste Ugh. like a like a dessert thing, but maybe not. I'm not a chef. I just, I'm not a big... There's probably some guy know. that makes eclairs every day for the fucking king, and he's like, no, you really want to use Miracle Whip. That shit's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Sugar that shit up delicious like. I don't know what I'm talking about at this point. <laughs> Tasty things. 
Tasty, yucky, okay. I don't know. Fine. Well, we're going to break into Black Friday stories. Okay. Okay, so that's the next thing. I did some research, and there are so many stories, just like there's so many videos. Is this um, the most uh, United Statesian holiday of all time? I'm, I'm thinking. What, Black Friday? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know it's done in other places, because the Western world and, and our style of, you know, yeah. having things I, that I we really like that are flashy and neat and I don't know. Cool. I see, it just that. seems really strange that we sit around and with our family and we give thanks and we talk about all the things that we're thankful for and then we go out and have a Black Friday experience. It usually starts the irony. I don't even know when it starts anymore. Black Friday started um, three days ago. Yeah, it's like two weeks long now. And it came out of nowhere. It did just kind of spring really on where it's weird. like, everybody knows about Black Friday. Don't you know that you're supposed to wait outside right after having a big meal on yeah, Thanksgiving? It's, it's like, so I weird. just remember having a football right. hangover. What are we I know. About? It's like you have football hangover and then I guess at midnight you go to the mall. I don't know. I don't want to do that ever. Well, Black Friday is considered the start of the holiday shopping season. You know, um, but the good cheer that blooms in the holidays mm. can be hard to find amidst the chaotic crowds battling for the best deals on everything from bikes to lobster tails. The irony is fucking amazing. Well, here's it. truly here's, amazing. It is really crazy. So here's a, a few stories of Black Friday shopping uh, gathered from industry insiders and people who've just witnessed this behavior outrageous enough to surely land some shoppers on Santa's naughty list. <laughs> Santa Claus crime fighter will All shoot right. you with a silencer that shoots peppermint, you know. All right, case. so the the first one, I'm, I've got these numbered. So number one, mm. these are all direct quotes. Okay. <laughs> I saw an elderly woman steal an ice cream maker out of a man in a wheelchair's electric cart. Wow. Okay. Number two, when I worked at Walmart, we had a fight break out over bikes. Mm. Fists were thrown and there was even some blood. Eventually, one guy got a hold of it and managed to get away from the crowd. He rode the bike out of the store without paying. <laughs> I'll mail you a check. I don't want to die. All right, next. Quote, someone punched a security guard in the face because they thought he was a customer skipping to the front of the line. Nice. He was just walking in the door to start his shift. Nice. That's a testy person right yep. there. They've been through Bam. Some shit. Could like, you imagine no, just throwing blows? I've been here all night. All right, next. Quote, I watched a woman collapse in hysterics into my manager's arms because we didn't have the exact model of cooler she wanted. A cooler. <laughs> nice. She's like, this will be divorce if I don't get this cooler. I promise the cooler. Uh, this okay. is the last straw of my marriage. Another story. A lady Sorry. called 911 because we couldn't price match with Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> The yes. police came and arrested her for misusing the emergency yes. service. Oh, yes. Oh, my. Oh, okay. Call the government for I that know. and then get the government's actual help. Could You're you arrested. imagine? Okay, so next. <laughs> when I worked at Sam's Club, we caught a woman stuffing the inside of her pants with frozen lobster tails. Don't sell that again. She would unpack oh. them and then throw the trash in the stack of tires that were on display nearby. Wow. She was she She was about this. stuffing lobsters in her pants. Oh. Okay, next. One of our male customers hit another male customer in the head with a crock pot. Nice. Yep. What were they fighting over? The fucking crock pot. Uh -huh. Both customers had to be dragged out of the store by the police. It became about something else after that point when yeah. you start using the item. Here's a direct quote that I just had to throw in there. Quote, they tore down our mall's door. <laughs> Again. Again. <laughs> 
Every year. Every year. It's like Shaquille O'Neal in those basketball rims in the late 90s. Oh, my God. tearing that shit down. This one one cracked me up. There was a quote. There was a sale. $1 for towels or something. This guy jumped into the towel bin and literally growled at anyone who tried to get a towel. He had claimed them all. That seems like something like I would do, or an Angus would do. <laughs> Could Angus you imagine? He's in the <laughs> giant. <laughs> he's in. A, <laughs> I do that whenever I get certain things that I like to eat around the house, where I know someone else wants to eat it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, this one is from uh, a deep re- selfishness. This story is from a retail person, not from their retail experience, but from when they were a child. Okay. Quote: Beanie babies. They would yeah. toss the beanie babies from a bin on the table. People were like vultures after these things. I was about nine, and an old lady grabbed a cat right out of my hand. I then stomped on her foot and stole it back. Wow. <laughs> Who's okay. the worst one there? The right. thief or the brute? Next, quote, people had been lining up for at least 10 hours. Yeah. Why? Beanie Babies? Okay, People were lining up for at least 10 hours. We had tons of things on sale, and most people were trying to score deals on fancy electronics. Yeah, it's always about TVs and... Except for the first person computers. in line. That person... Nope. That person waited all that time for to buy... To, to purchase buy one, get one candles. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to participate in they this madness. They just wanted candles. Let me be part of the madness. Okay, the next one. I worked one Black Friday at a children's store, and I saw two ladies get into a physical fist fight about size two jeans. It was the last pair, and they were like six bucks. <laughs> Must not have been made much of a right. sound. They're so, tiny little people. And, and then this this girl said, no, coincid- not coincidentally, this was my last retail job. Yeah, yeah. All right, so next. I worked in customer service at a grocery store and once had a customer return a fully eaten rotisserie chicken, saying they were bringing it back because it was bloody. <laughs> One look told me... And anyone else with eyes that the blood was strawberry jam. Uh, My manager still made me issue a refund with a smile because the customer is always right. I hate Black Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Next one. My first Black Friday, I was working at Walmart. I was assigned to be one of the employees that would cut open the packages that contained our merchandise. As I readied the box cutter, I got shoved by a customer and fell right on it and sliced my hand open. Yep. Thank you, Mr. Customer. Yep. Weird world. So, Earthlings. with all of the funny, silly, uh, weird, kooky bullshit, uh, I thought that I would do a little bit of history on Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah, teach us about it now. Yeah. So, so you're saying we have a whole other segment that's a yep. little bit uh, less is, about nasty fucking food. And it's it's not about nasty food. It's a little bit about the history, okay. you know, of, of Thanksgiving and, you know, where it came from. So this segment is meant to give a non-biased account of the events which unfolded in the years leading up to the first Thanksgiving and the several years following the feast, roughly 1614 to 1622. Right. Let's learn about this crazy-ass American holiday. Yeah. I'm going to apologize in advance for any pronunciation errors with the Native American names. Um, I have deep respect for the native peoples of America, but I'm ignorant on speaking their languages, so my intent is not to offend. Uh, To ensure this segment was delivered in bite-sized portions, many details aren't covered in this historical piece, 
So what I've considered essential information is what I'm sharing, hopefully providing a well-rounded view and understanding of this very interesting event. The events that happened after 1622 could fill several more episodes. So I've tried to give an account of the first Thanksgiving that is as close as we can possibly get to the truth. Get it. All right. So the first Thanksgiving. American schools generally teach a conventional story about the meeting of the pilgrims and the Indians that finished with an amazing dinner. The end. Right. <laughs> that, that's where pie was first discovered. But there's actually more to this tale. In this episode, I'll explain the events around the first Thanksgiving and how it's not the image ingrained in tradition. At the start of the 17th century, southern New England was home to a variety of busy communities within several confederations. These were the people of the first light, and they called their home the Dawnland. The Wabanaki Confederacy, translated to people of the dawn or Easterner, is a North American First Nations and Native American confederation of four principal Eastern Algonquin nations. Hmm. The Mi'kmaq, the Maliseet, the Passamaquoddy, and the Penobscot. Now, I know I mispronounced those, but... Hmm. That's, That's pretty good though to me. Can get. The Western Abenaki are also considered members. Members of the Wabanaki are located in and named for the area which they call Wabanakik or Dawnland, roughly the area that became the French colony of Acadia. It's made up of most of present-day Maine in the United States and New Brunswick, mainland Nova Scotia, Cape Breton Island, Prince Edward Island, and some of Quebec, south of the St. Lawrence River, Anticosti, and Newfoundland in Canada. Wow. So that's that area. Okay. Big space. Their political leaders were known as sachems, and they'd been trading with Europeans for over a hundred years before the pilgrims. Hmm. Relationships began to sour after some shitty Europeans kidnapped locals to sell as slaves. Permanent European settlement was impossible due to the high, already high population of the native occupants. But in 1616, tradesmen introduced a disease to the Dawnland, uh, whose inhabitants died in droves from lack of immunity. In three years, up to 90% were wiped out in several federations, including the Wampanoag. Mm. We still don't know what the epidemic of the what they call the great dying of 1616 to 1619 was, despite mm. numerous theories. So their head sachem, Massasoit, was aware of how close they were to being taken over um, by their untouched enemy, the Narangaset. He was determined to save his people from such a fate. This was the political world that the pilgrims were about to enter. Mm. The pilgrims were not called pilgrims by their peers. They were known as separatists, a branch of the English Puritans. King James hated Puritans and began persecuting them in 1604. So the separatists fled to Holland, where they were free to worship as they wished. They How just didn't want to see any women's ankles. They're like, <laughs> we got to get the fuck out of Europe and England so we can get the fuck away. We want no more ankles well, in they, public. They were afraid of losing their national and communal identity, so the congregation decided to find a new place to plant their church. They decided on America and asked King James for a patent that would grant them rights to build a colony. They planned to make a profit catching fish to pay off the debts to their investors. The Mayflower set sail on September 6th. 
Two months later, Cape Cod was spotted and 16 men were sent ashore to inspect the area. Unfortunately, the settlers didn't know how to fish and food <laughs> was running out. Which I they all had kind of, scurvy. Well, they, their plan was to fish to pay back their debts, but none of them knew how to fish. So that, that was kind of weird. That must have come up on the boat at some <clears> point <throat> where they're like, do you know how to fish? Oh, oh sure. shit. You used to catch the biggest right? avid well, fishermen. Actually. They resorted to stealing from graves, homes, and storage pits to keep everyone alive. Then came their first hostile encounter with natives. But, you know, nobody was killed at that time. So they took off. They jumped back on the boat on December 12th. So they had been there three months. And they hadn't found a place to right. Plymouth rock it up. Well, on December 12th, they reached New Plymouth. Mm. Oh, they took off on December 12th, and then they reached New Plymouth. They didn't land on any specific rock, by the way. But folklore insists that they did. Right. So there's that. And there's this really, I got to say, kind of crappy rock is it a, is it a crappy? I've never seen it. It's, it's not. It's not impressive. <laughs> well, construction of shelters began in January, but by winter's end, forty-four settlers would be dead from bad conditions. Jeez. In March, they were surprised when a man named Samoset walked into New Plymouth, greeting them in English. He told them they were building on top of a village called Patuxet, whose residents had all died from that recent epidemic. Mm. So basically, the first settlement was built on Native American burial ground. Fuck, imagine that conversation. Oh, here comes one of those dudes from the forest. Oh, fuck, we should tell someone. Oh, too late, dude. Uh, hey there, forest guy. Whoa. Do you speak our language? Yeah, it's a long story. Oh. I did want to say, what? love what you've done with the place. Oh, thanks. Well, oh. One thing, you know how they say call before you dig? I haven't heard that. Oh. Right, well, you did build your civilization on top of my people's burial ground. Wait, what? Oh, burial ground? There's a 100% chance you have ghosts. Way to go. Yeah. It belonged to the Wampanoag, and their chief, Massasoit, was actually watching them. The settlers were eager to trade, so five days later, Samoset returned with furs and companions, including a man named Tisquantum. Tisquantum. But known famously as Squanto. Right. He had come to tell them in perfect English that Massasoit was on his way in. After years of dealing with the Englishmen, the Sachem did not trust these newcomers, so... They sent Edward Winslow to be hostage, essentially declaring the settlers' peaceful intentions with human collateral. Satisfied, Massasoit walked into New Plymouth and was greeted by the governor. A peace treaty was created, ensuring mutual protection if attacked by enemies. With the help of Squanto, the lives of New Plymouth settlers began to improve. He taught them how to grow crops and was absolutely vital as an interpreter. To the separatists, he was a godsend. However, Squanto, in fact, had been kidnapped from Patuxet in 1614 and shipped to Spain to be sold into slavery. Oh, wow. He ended up in Thank London, you. right? He ended up in London at the home of a merchant who taught him English and arranged for Squanto's return to the Dawn Land in 1619. Wow. But Patuxet was now gone, having been wiped out by the epidemic. So it kind of saved his life? Accidentally. Yeah. So he did. Yeah, they did. Um, Massasoit took him in with a bit of suspicion because of his years in Europe, but needed a translator to communicate with the newcomers. Massasoit couldn't keep an eye on Squanto every moment, so he eventually sent his warrior, Habamok, to live with the settlers and watch Squanto. Makes sense. By fall, the settlers had a great harvest and a feast was held to celebrate. 
Massasoit showed up with 90 warriors and five deer for the meal. For three days, the English and the Wampanoag ate and entertained one another. This was the famous first Thanksgiving that children learn about in school. Look, my friend, we bring the skill of juggling from Europe. Right, well, some of you guys know how to farm, right? You know your women are showing an awful lot of ankle. However, the word Thanksgiving would not have been used by those settlers to denote a harvest feast. It was like a talent show. Right. Oh, yeah, I'll check out what we can do. Yeah, and some guy starts I... juggling. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck that. And some guy's like, I can fucking hit this bird with a fucking... It's like, damn, dude. Well, for Puritans, a day of Thanksgiving was a day of fasting while giving thanks to God in prayer. So they would not have called it Thanksgiving. But the story of the pilgrims and Indians does not end here. During New Plymouth's first year, Squanto had been up to something shady. Realizing his substantial power as the only English speaker of his people, he came up with a plan to overthrow Massasoit. Mm. He convinced the locals he could command the English to make war or peace at his will. Habamock, Massasoit's warrior, was suspicious of Squanto and warned Governor Bradford. Soon enough, they discovered Squanto's shady plan and informed Massasoit, who was pissed. He demanded Squanto be handed over for immediate execution. Governor Bradford refused, though. The interpreter was just too valuable to give up. Hmm. But according to the treaty, Squanto's life belonged in the hands of his sachem, so Bradford finally conceded. Right about the time he was going to hand over Squanto, an unidentified ship appeared on the horizon. This ship caused quite a ruckus amongst the groups, as it was completely unexpected, and delayed the transfer of Squanto. Massasoit and his group were alarmed, uh, irritated, and they were starting to get impatient, so they just left. Let me guess, it was the Russians. Hello, sorry, what are we doing? Well, by the way, Squanto died in 1622, never admitting any involvement in the plot to overthrow Massasoit. Hmm. He never admitted to it, but it was alluded to hmm. by his the people that surrounded him. So this ship that showed up carried 60 Englishmen planning to build a colony near Boston. I thought it was the Russians. Okay. They would go on to abuse the Massachusetts locals, eventually spurring a conspiracy to kill the colonists. Sheesh. Warned about the plot... New Plymouth leaders launched a preemptive strike to save their shameless and disrespectful countrymen. It brought peace, but only for a time. In that time, more Puritan settlers arrived, soon outnumbering the natives. And while the Pilgrims' Treaty with Massasoit lasted until the Sachem's death, other Puritans were not concerned with such alliances. Their fanatic religious principles ensured that peace between the two cultures could never last. To Puritans, Native Americans were other. They were wild, savage, and godless. And with such an ideology, the outcome was inevitable. If they did not convert to Christianity and surrender their cultural identity, they had to be eliminated. Yikes. The first Thanksgiving was a brief moment of harmony between two worlds, but sadly it was short-lived. The calm before the storm. The opportunities the Dawnland presented, combined with zealous puritanical beliefs, were incentive enough to wipe away the native inhabitants. <clears throat> There's nothing wrong with sharing a feast of thanks with loved ones, but remember the true events that started the holiday and not the fairy tale that right. we are told. And that's the fucking Thanksgiving for yeah. the United Statesians. Yep. 
All right. Well, here's a music thing, and then we'll be right back with our conclusions. Happy Thanksgiving from all of us at Scatcast. Holy fuck, human history is awful. Fuck people. Oh, I wonder. I wonder. We're just crap. I wonder if anybody. We're great. We're the best part of the world, but we're the worst part of the world. I wonder if anybody brought ambrosia salad to the first Thanksgiving. Actually, though, be like, oh, marshmallows. That's yeah, the hit of the ball. Let me see that thing. Yeah, sweet potatoes and marshmallows and maple sweet syrup. Sweet potatoes. God. Ugh. That's that's probably why so many of these things that are disgusting to us sugar fucking fiends in mm-hmm. the West are like. No, they called it a sweet potato because nothing else was sweet. <laughs> Try finding a fruit. That's why they had scurvy. There were no fruit. There right. wasn't even an orange for fuck a thousand miles. Right. Uh, so a potato, <laughs> mint, sweetness a sweet in some world. Root. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, thank you for all that shit. Yeah. That was. Uh, it was a fun. I loved researching this. It was, it was a blast. It's fun to go hard on the holidays. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm not a huge holiday fan. I'm like mm-hmm. a workaholic. I'll work right through any damn holiday. My birthday, Christmas. That's why we get birthday. along so well. Yeah. <laughs> but you know that's. I forget half the time. I'm like, oh fuck, our anniversary's yeah. tomorrow. It's like, oh, God, yeah. I'm love terrible. You. I'm not sure how many. I years know. I've I lo- loved you, but I many. Lo- I love you too. I, I will continue. I every year. <laughs> Every year, I have to count. I know. I have to go back because I know when we met and when we married, and I have to actually like count on my hands how many years we've been married because I can never remember. I know I'm shit at romance. I should I should like have like an airplane drawn it up in the sky or some shit. I'm I'm like I don't remember. Terrible at romance. I do. I'm like fucking. I'm like high five, love. I love you. Yeah. I appreciate you. I'm wearing a a University of Washington Husky sweatshirt. I know there was a there was a period of time where I was like, let's go to McDonald's drive through in our pajamas. That'd be Arby's sometimes. That's that's when you really Mm -hmm. celebrate and you're like, let's go spend thirty five dollars. Yeah. Fast food. Yeah. I don't know. Twenty five. I really I really enjoyed Taco Bell drive through when they had those mini quesadillas the mini, mini cheese, chicken chicken yeah. quesadillas i love shredded, those the mini shredded chicken cheese yes. yeah i remember ordering those it was off them it wasn't even on the menu yeah almost and every place that we go stopped you find something that you like and like six months they get later rid of they're it. like fuck you lady. they're like we don't have we're that. sick of you here but get everybody out. loves the potatoes right the cheesy fiesta like, potatoes and they're like no we're not doing that anymore it must not be profitable or something they're like we can't make this work we can't we, can we know you, you like this how can you not make potato chunks profitable. I don't know. I mean, I mean if, if, seriously though. If it was easy everyone would do it. I mean I guess everyone And it's doing a tiny it, little bowl that they sell for I don't even know how much. But it's right. a tiny there's like eight little inch by inch square chunks of potato. It's mainly with just cheese the, sauce. The fried stuff, yeah. I know. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. They're trying to figure out how to make potatoes out of corn. And they get closer and closer. They just want, they're like, we have subsidized corn to the fullest. We really just need to use corn and everything if we can. So our meat is turning into corn and the cheese is obviously corn and the corn, corn, corn. Yeah. Uh, So for Thanksgiving for you, what was, what was the weirdest thing? Did you learn anything new that was like, holy shit. Besides how horrible we are to turkeys, but you knew all that. It's just putting it together. No, I think it was the, uh, the, the meat jello. Mm. I I think Meatsical. I saw peer, uh, pictures of that at one time in a oh. book, maybe in a recipe book. I don't know. Better Homes and Gardens, Betty Crocker. I don't know. Mm. And I thought it was the weirdest fucking thing who would m- mix the colors of orange, yellow, and green together with gel. It was so And then put gross. it in your mouth. It yeah. probably looks better as poop later. Well, I know. I remember when I was a kid... Um, 
there was ham. And that's all they let me eat. And I, I was really, really little. And I don't know if it was my parents or maybe it was a grandpa. I don't remember. I just remember ham and the gel in the ham, mm-hmm. around the ham. And people, the adults being like, hey, that's some good gel around it that ham. It was gross. Yeah. It was absolutely disgusting. I, but I've never liked ham. So why is it that the holidays, is it just because it's time we get to, we get together with our family that we haven't seen for a while? We have but to why eat is it weird the food? most disgusting, weird? I don't know. Kooky? Is it because people hold on to, to tradition really hard? So yeah. a lot of people do. They're like, no, this is what we eat. Right. And a lot of this comes from Europe. This mm-hmm. is like old school fucking Europe right. shit. Right. And Europeans, I mean, they've got some places that cook their food pretty good. But overall. Yeah. Uh, Ham jello, not my thing. Yeah. Nope. Just not. It's pasta the, with the, pineapple. No, thank yeah, you. Yeah. I mean, Europeans are like, oh, potato salad. That's good. Let's no, put a you. raisin in that. Yeah. No, no, thank you. Not without a raisin and a <laughs> carrot. You don't. Not without a raisin and a carrot. Gross. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. But I like that, that Thanksgiving is in flux all the time. Like it's a holiday. Mm. It's a controversial holiday for a mm-hmm. lot of folks and stuff. So it's like this debatable thing mm-hmm. where, you know, whenever they founded the actual day, uh, you know, many years after all this mm-hmm. stuff happened and they made the myth uh, version of it for kids to mm-hmm. you know be proud of America and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just not held on very good. Mm. They're like, what's the best part of this? Drawing a fucking turkey with your hand. <laughs> I was just going to say. Like, mm. Okay. You can see who the kids are that are going to go on to be engineers, and you can see the kids that are not. I was in when school. They look at I their remember. Things. I remember I doing the hand turkeys when I was little, but you know what? I really remember, and it struck me as odd. And I was probably five. It really, and I couldn't figure out why it struck me as odd, but it felt awkward and like, why are we doing this? <laughs> we made headbands, cardboard, mm. or um. Uh, What's yeah, the that? construction, construction paper, paper headbands that too, yeah. with feathers yeah. in them. Yeah. Yes. That was weird. Yes. But yeah, with the popsicle sticks to make sure the feather stands up. And it was the weirdest thing. I remember thing. doing that too. 80s, bro. Fucking weird. Yeah. 80s? Was it the 80s? For me. No, I think it... Well, it could, no, I was younger than that. It was late 70s. So it just been going on. They, yeah. that's, we learned all that from watching you kids. Weird. I guess our teachers did. Weird. I know. Imagine that shit. Yeah, no, it, yeah. W- they wouldn't be doing that. No, no, and good, and you know, f- that's pretty weird. But on the flip side, we did have to make. Um, what else did we make? Oh, we made top black top hats for the like right. the Puritan the top hats with the buckles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we did. They, we just did the thing where mm-hmm. they're like, "All right, we need some pilgrims and we need some natives and uh, little pasty white chitrons. You guys are mm-hmm. going to be the natives. Respect it." And they're like, "I'm a little chitron. <laughs> I shouldn't be doing this." No, this. Do you guys? Are there any adults here? No. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, it's just looking back weird. at the, looking at the past with the mm-hmm. sensibilities of today. Is foolhardy. Mm. Uh, you know, you can only go back so far. You mm-hmm. got to write the deeds of today mm-hmm. uh, with today's energies and understanding of the world. But one thing that I do uh, appreciate about Thanksgiving, now now that I've shit on it for, mm-hmm. and we've shit on it over Halloween too, because we were talking about our favorite holidays. One thing I do appreciate about Thanksgiving is a day where it kind of feels like everything stops. It does. And so, you know, well, it, we need that here. Yes. In this world. I appreciate that because, you know, the email dings, I'm not answering it. Why? It's Thanksgiving. Thank you for calling, but no thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no thank you. Right. Um <laughs> you don't have to do the th- a lot of people don't work. Some people have to work, but a lot of people don't. You know, you get the day off, and most of the time, whether you like it or not, 
people come together people sometimes people you don't which is why you don't see them every day you mm. don't go out of your way to go visit them uh, you have a holiday and those people come back into your world and they do weird shit because they're just that way mm-hmm. like I was saying you know Uncle Max with the gravy soaked cigarette hanging out of his face you know weird shit they talk about things that I have a real Uncle Max with a gravy soaked cigarette I know <laughs> how dare you uh, well they talk about strange things and you know they might get into arguments oh yeah cousin Michelle and cousin Seth right you know they're they're bickering over stupid things just like they did when they were kids and it's kind of a I don't know it's it's if you can step back from all of that crazy anxiety and actually just take it in and watch football and and just laugh right don't own it don't own the weird conversations or the reactions it's them not you people watching your family watch your family fuck it's yeah, but your family interesting. Your family wants to drag you into whatever the fuck they're doing. They, yep. they can't stand that's why, somebody just like pleasantly watching. That's that, not a thing. I've never, not in my family. That's families. why you, 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 out of your pocket, you pull the straightism. No, thank you. No, thank you. Yep. Yep. Hey, you want to be part? No, thank no, you. No, thank you. Would you like some pie? Let me see the pie. <laughs> How many cat hairs are in that, Aunt Linda? Let me see. Let me count the cat hairs no, in this piece. No, thank you. thank you. No, thank you. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, but... You know, enjoy your Thanksgiving feast, whatever it is that you're eating. We'll be doing Chinese food this year. Yep. Um, mm, or fried f- rice and maybe delicious. some or fa. What do you mean? Ooh, oh, fa. <laughs> okay. I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but that's what we'll be doing in our household, and we will have pumpkin pie. We're not going to harm a single turkey this year. No, I think there's enough of that. I mean, yep. one thing that we learned for this year, we're not harming them. We're cooking something that's already been. Harmed, we're part of the slaughtered and frozen. When we do the dipshit files, yeah, I know. If we were to look at, if we were to give ourselves the danger meter mm-hmm. for turkeys, ah, uh. we're in the quadrillions of turkeys that we've killed. I think we're in mm-hmm. we're in Yoda bites. Mm-hmm. I think about the amount of <laughs> things that we needed to right. calculate how many turkeys we've killed. Right, uh, brutality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Just chopping heads off mm-hmm. we, and leaving them in shitty mm-hmm. conditions. Depravity. Lighting what, them on fire. What we're doing after the they air. die yes. is like shoving things up their ass. Yeah. When we do that, when all these things happen to a person, which I know there's a difference, be, but just mm-hmm. again, another uh, an alien going just buzzing by the earth. Mm-hmm. Like, how are these earthlings? Oh, there's wow. There's a oh, lot of different shit. earthlings. Whoa. Wow. There's one particular kind of <laughs> earthling that is really fucking brutal and depraved mm-hmm. and cruel and. Uh, but you know, meat is meat. That meat's delicious. So I'm not going to act like a hypocrite mm. any more than I have to. Okay. It's still. It, am I wrong? Would if you were flying by and you're like, I know nothing of this planet. Mm-hmm. These look like oh, some humanoid type creature. They're one of the monkey species. Mm-hmm. It seems an ape like creature. What the fuck are they doing to that pig? <laughs> Why did they do that to the turkey? Ooh, the turkey must be the most hated species on this planet. They they. <laughs> wow. I mean, yeah. I don't know. The, yeah. If the turkeys ever come become sentient and they're angry with us, they'll be they'll be like, "Look, could you, you imagine pigeons, revenge of the turkeys?" Yeah, oh. I think there's a South Park about that. Is there like at some point? Yeah, oh, we're like, Fuck you. probably, Fuck probably. You. And I'm sure there's a Simpsons and mm-hmm. the turkeys. I don't think we do anything. There's probably a few animals that are that are designated like this, like the cow, mm-hmm. where it's like, all right, it's not enough to make the meat out of it, but we want to take its baby lactate. Lactations, mm-hmm. smear that on there, mm-hmm. and then a side of cold baby lactations mm-hmm. of that animal, and just look at it. Right, and then you know maybe throw some pig on there for the fucking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know in a pickle. <laughs> There's my delicious cow monstrosity with pickle uh, and the potato things that I guess are hard to make a profit off of yeah. if you're Taco Bell. Right, 
All right. right. I don't know. Uh, be nicer to turkeys and yeah. get Chinese food and fuck chickens and yeah. pork and all the other animals that are <laughs> eaten. <laughs> and to be honest, people should know this too. If you're a vegetarian, mm-hmm. like there's a lot of murder that's involved in farming mm-hmm. veggies. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a, if you think of like, what is it? A thresher? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's out there threshing animals and bugs and shit. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of calories killed mm-hmm. that are part of the vegetables. It's a world of, of that. So yeah. I'm trying, you know, I'm Mr. Bleeding Heart, like save the turkeys. But at the same time, it's like there's no way to eat without there's, being a cunt. There is absolutely no way to survive on this planet no. without killing. Yeah. That is just... Or eating the things that were killed for you. Right. I mean, Christ, if you're just right. sucking on an ice cube, the, the energy that's used to make that water <laughs> freeze comes from old trees, vegetables, and dinosaurs. Part of being human, a part of being just living, you have to kill things in yeah. order to eat. I know, but could we be nicer? Well, to tur- do we have to just, shove things up the turkey's ass? Well, that's... Yeah. I was going to go off on a, on a tangent, and I'm not going to. Why not? Uh, it's tangent holiday day. Yeah. I don't know. Enjoy your football day. This yes. is, you know, Eve. This is football day Eve. Mm-hmm. Uh, however you celebrate it or don't celebrate it, if you fucking see this day as all the things that are whatever, whether politicized or unpoliticized mm-hmm. or moral or unmoral, immoral, mm-hmm. uh, you know, more power to you. Mm-hmm. But at least we come together as a, as a nation mm-hmm. and... Uh, to celebrate all at the same time. Yeah. America mm-hmm. slows the fuck down. Yeah. And this year, companies, big companies that normally are open this time of year, mm-hmm. uh, for whatever reason, I think it's to give their employees a break, mm-hmm. all of them, so they don't have to stress. Even though a lot of those employees are probably like, fuck, I need that money. It was time and a half. But, you, right. know, there's, you know, there's never solutions to problems. There's only these, uh, right. these trade-offs and stuff. <clears throat> but the trade-off right now is that they're closed and you can't, if you need some fucking syrup or some cranberry crap or some marshmallows to put on your yams or pretzels to crumble on some pig face i don't know whatever (laughs) they won't be open for you and uh maybe that's a good thing i don't care Uh, you know basically stock up the fucking today because they ain't going to be there for you tomorrow. Yeah. They said, fuck you. We're ta- Our employees are sick of yeah, working but everyone for us. Is everyone's going sick. to the grocery store today. Everyone's sick of everyone's faces. All right. I think this is enough. The dipshit meter this week. Uh, we're dipshits to turkeys at a five. Humans. We are fives on the dipshits. All meter. humans are yeah. dipshits for this episode because of the things that we do to turkeys. Bowling. Yep. Frozen turkey bowling. Mm. Launching them on fire through the air. Shoving things up their asses. Mm-hmm. Cutting off their necks and shoving it up their own ass. You know what? In a bag. It's a. uh, There's too much to be said on that. Right, right. It's a little bit far. Right. Load the turkey. (laughs) Fire the turkey. (laughs) Fire the turkey. All right. And the turkey's name is Brad. I don't know. Thank you for listening. We mm. appreciate all of you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy holidays. Uh, thank you to our trusted turd triad. Trusted turd triad. Yes. Uh, Donald and Chris and Bodie. Mm-hmm. Uh, three guys that are out there putting the effort in to smear that scat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're kind of the heads of a whole huge team of folk that are mm-hmm. smearing the scat. And we appreciate all of you. Huge yes. thing. Thank you to the Godhead. Uh, one of the best things on the internet as far as I'm concerned uh, for adopting Scatcast as part of uh, their mission and then also thank you to the garbage disposal for always posting positive, crazy, cool, fucking awesome mm-hmm. things, plus food. And uh, I don't know. It's just a wonderful place over there as well. So the world of Scatcast Universe, the world of Scatcast Universe, that makes zero that is, percent sense. That's the, yeah. This is the worst part of the show for me. <laughs> where I'm like, I don't know how to You're fucking like, promote how to myself. Put stuff on, yeah. I don't care. Patreon, scatcast.com. 
InfoHeadsCatCast. <laughs> you know all the things. Cheers to all of our bosses in the mm-hmm. litter box. It keeps growing and growing in there. And appreciate you guys a ton. That's patreon.com forward slash scatcast, blah, blah, blah. You guys mm-hmm. know that. I'm thankful to be doing this. We're almost at a year. Yeah. And it's been a blast. I get to do two podcasts with my wife. Yeah. I get to do a podcast at the end of the week with two of my best buds. Mm-hmm. And I get to just hang out with the voices in my head. And you guys throw me money. I'm, yes. I'm not in hell. It's not hell. <laughs> I mean, uh, this planet is a weird ass place that mm-hmm. if you look too closely anywhere, it's like, oh, wow, that's hell. <laughs> uh, right. But I'm currently only looking in a few places and it's it's meant to entertain my fellow man. Mm-hmm. I hope that's working for you. But thank you, wife, for being here. Thank you. Always a joy. And as always, we'll talk at you in the future. It'll seem like the present. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Files. Bing. Um, Bong. Mm-hmm. Poop out of face. I... Poop face. <laughs>